Hello and welcome to another episode of Me One Versus Me Two Snooker. Here I am, I'm Richard Herring, and uh, in this podcast I play myself at Snooker in a Basement and commentate on it. This is Frame 76, uh, and we're here in the Ronnie Corbett arena. Um, Harper Lee's family got in touch and said um, they didn't want us to name it after her unless we gave them loads of money. Uh, so uh, we've named after Ronnie Corbett, a man who probably couldn't even reach the, the snooker board. But would have still loved this game. We could have just, I mean, you could just lower the snooker board down. That is very uh, sizes common, I apologise. But then he wouldn't be very good at reaching on a table this big. It does mean I'm closer to being the smallest comedian in the country. That's the only good thing uh, about the death of Ronnie Corbett. I'm sure his family will be happy to have uh, this arena named after him today. And, um, you currently join us is uh, thirty six thirty four to me. One, there's, uh, there's um, some exciting news going on. Uh, I'm sure the Mees will be delighted to hear that, that as it occurs to me, Kickstarter, as I record, this is uh, an hour away from completion and has made one hundred and six thousand pounds already. Um, it's about the same, in fact, as they made in their Kickstarter, but unfortunately, they set their their goal as a million pounds and therefore got nothing. Whereas, the, as it occurs to me, team Tiny Andrew Collins and all. Uh, have £106,000 now to spend on tax and Kickstarter and props and cameras and all this sort of thing. So that's very exciting. Uh, oh, but there's some exciting news for the Mies in that they've been asked to do a live tournament uh, in front of an audience. For uh, it's not. It should be in a sporting arena. Unfortunately, it's been. A, it's in an artistic arena, which I don't think the Mies would be very happy about. Uh, this is very much about sport. It's about the competition between a man and himself. Um, these artistic people from an ex- from an extreme arts uh, group that, where lots of people um, you know do things with poo and cut themselves and strangle themselves and stuff, and they've decided that this too fits into this broad remit of extreme art, and so there will be a chance. I'll keep you up to date. I can't give you too many details now, but in June, if you live in London, there will be a chance, or if one can, we're prepared to travel to London, which you should be, there'll be a chance to come and see a few frames live as well as some other artistic, strange things going on that I think will blow the minds of anyone who listens to this podcast regularly. You may be able to see a bear lady or a bear man. I mean, the, the snooker will just carry on as normal as a sport and it will not kowtow to the world of performance art. Um, this is just one man pretending to be four or five men just trying to find out which of those men is best at snooker. And that is all this is about. And anyone who ascribes anything deeper to it is an idiot, especially if it was me in an earlier episode. Uh, so uh, I'm joined by the cats, uh, who are both, uh, at the moment, playing quite uh, harmlessly near to the snooker board. Uh, in fact, uh, Smithers is eating a bit of a notebook there. So may die. If he requires vet's treatment, uh, I will uh, have to stop. But I'll leave the, the record going until... I return. Um, my baby, uh, me one's baby, is upstairs asleep, but hopefully that will continue, uh, or we'll have to go and deal with her. And um, of course, my wife is out. This is the eve of our wedding anniversary. She's chosen to go out. We will obviously be spending our wedding anniversary together, uh, which you know means that when the when the cat's away, the man will play snooker. Against himself. Let's, uh, I, you know, I don't remember much about the last, I've been tending to do three frames in an evening, 
I don't remember anything really at all about the last lot, so I'll just look back myself. So over the last three, uh, frame 73, looks like uh, me 2 one, same 74, me 2 one, and then frame 75, me 1 one, so it's 36, 34 to me 1, how are you feeling me 1? Well, I am feeling good about uh, winning uh, the last frame, I'm not feeling as good about losing the previous two frames. That is a very uh, a good analysis of what happened. Uh, that's the kind of analysis that gets you into the modern art community. Well, I'm not interested in that, Richard. I'm interested in self-playing snooker and finding out who is the best self-playing snooker and finding out it is me, which it is me, currently 3634. QED, quad demonstratum, Richard, that is what I say. Well, that's very interesting. I'm um, hoping to get a few frames in tonight. Well, we'll see how we're going. See what see what goes on. I should point out that um, your daughter me your daughter me one and my daughter. I mean, I'm not saying your daughter's me one. I'm saying your daughter spilled um, bubble fluid. You know, for blowing bubbles all over the floor, quite near the snooker table. So that is a trip hazard. There are a lot of her toys lying around. Yes, Richard. Um, I I'm delighted to say that uh, my daughter loves the uh, Rodney Corbett Arena, as it is now known, and spends a lot of time down here playing. This has become her playroom, so uh, it does mean there's balloons and uh, plastic vegetables she seems to like for some reason, cards telling you what animals are, little walker things. She can walk now, Richard. It's very exciting. I know. I'm excited about it too, me one. You don't need to... Do you want to see a picture of her? I've done, I've, I know what she... I can see her on the... On the, well, there's a very uh, blurred image on the screen. I hope she's okay up there. But, uh, you know, snooker is more important than the baby after all. That is true. Uh, Smithers, can you please stop trying to... That's my script you're picking up there. I don't know if you can hear Smithers scratching away there. I hope that will not irritate anyone too much. There is a danger. Both cats, as I say, very close to the snooker board. Which is a bit impeded by toys and soap and, a, and one of those things that kids put their feet in and, and run around in. That's also here. Uh, me too. How are you feeling? Um, well, that's what you always ask, Richard. I'm annoyed that uh, my snooker, my serious sporting snooker arena has been taken over by a baby. This is not the place for children down here. This is a place for men. Men who like drinking whiskey. Men who like finding out who is best at playing snooker against himself. That is who it's for. Uh, I'm disappointed there's some, a slipping hazard. I'm disappointed there's this green car thing in the way. Some gar I mean, there's a piece of plastic garlic down there, bulb of plastic garlic. There's a cat messing around. I mean, you, we're not going to get taken seriously as a sport if we have all this malarkey going on. And maybe if we didn't have cats and stupid stuff around, we would get invited to a proper, the Reading Hexagon, not to some stupid place in Dalston with a load of stupid people cutting themselves and thinking that means something, which it does not. This doesn't mean a thing. What we're doing here, it, it, all it means is who is best for snooker. And if that has some kind of universal application, I'm not interested in hearing about it because all I care about is who is best at snooker. And it is me, even though the scoreline says not. You can't do. You have to wait till the end of the competition and see who's winning at the end. But it could be a long competition, me too. It could be Richard, but you know it could be a short competition as well. So let's get on with this because if you die tonight, which is possible from the level of fitness you have kept going, then um, me one will have won. Okay, well, I'm sorry if the uh, the uh, cat has knocked over a travel toothbrush set. Uh, I'll hand over to uh, Commentator One. We haven't had much from Commentator Two hope, recently. I hope he will he will join us. Uh, and uh, he's in the commentary box. Hello, Richard. It's lovely to be here at the Ronnie Corbett Arena. I was a big fan of 
Ronnie Corbett, um, I love that sketch where the uh, mastermind sketch, very clever. So, um, and sorry, who can forget sorry? Um, I wonder if some of the players will be saying sorry tonight if they miss a cute ball. Anyway, uh, we're here and uh, it seems that uh, this is me one to break me one, currently leading. Bit of cat hair on the on the uh, snooker board. Well, that's a bad start for me one. Um, almost a good start. Uh, Rarity potted a red uh, from the from the break, but unfortunately, first of all, he potted the cue ball. So me two takes an immediate lead, uh, and there's some reds. Oh, I mean that that was, seemed impossible. That jingled and jangled in the pocket. It seemed to be in the pocket, that red ball. It was right in the heart of the pocket, just vibrating like it was in a Large Hadron Collider. It was vibrating like David Cameron's anus as he had to discuss what his dad had done with his money. But it did not go in. Somehow it didn't go in. Me one has a chance to pop that very same red. It's going to have to put it back on the ways and he's failed. He's gone in off twice in a row. Two times in a row. Uh, the cue ball has gone down, it gives uh, me two four points. Calculating, calculating, me one zero, me two eight. That is the current score. Uh, we'll be interested to see if me one can go in off in every single go. That would be a world record. Oh, and me two had a very easy red there into the centre pocket, he messed it up. Maybe me one surely can get this. Me one uh, is off the mark, he's potted. Nice red, um, you know, slightly in the way is this plastic child's toy car. And he wants to mind it's his child, and he tries to get the green into the centre pocket, but uh, maybe the car put him off. He's got one point calculating, me one, one, me two, eight, me two, that's a beautiful shot. He managed to find a way through a clump of reds with one red bang straight into the top right hand pocket like um, a rocket. Not a topical rocket, just a rocket. Uh, and uh, me too. Did he touch the red ball there? Is he bridged over at the... I don't know if he did. He's going for the black and somehow he missed that. That's a big shame. I felt a, a big break coming on there. Both players now scored one point properly. Me too. Obviously got those eight bonus points for because of me one's stupidity. Me one. Oh, and that was a nice try, a very difficult red into the centre pocket. Uh, me too, very straight red into the top left. He takes it and he's right on the black, that was beautiful. Uh, he seemed to spin the cue ball like a professional snooker player. Has he been practising on his own? He's potted the black. Uh, very much like the 1970s show Pop Black. Well, it was called that because that's what they did, yeah, that's not really a pun. Um, so I don't think there's anything on here for me too. No, I mean he's looking around at everything, he's disappointed himself. He got onto that black circle brilliantly. Nearly goes in off, but he doesn't, he gets a valuable eight points. Uh, let's go over to Robot Voice. For the score, calculating me one, one, calculating me two, 17 points. So that is, uh, that's what's going on there. And, uh, me one at the snooker board now. Oh, oh, I was going to say he got lucky, but actually he just wildly shot. Two of the reds went towards the top left of the pocket and then stopped each other going in. They're both over the pocket in a crazy fashion. Me two pots one, he's right on the black. He should get the red as well if he gets this black. 
It's across the top. Cushion. Oh, he hasn't got it. That's a shame. So uh, that's one plays 18, but me one surely has to get another point here. And the other red right of the pocket gets it. And then referee one coming, moving a couple of those balls down the table. So me one, break of one. Can he get this long pink into the bottom right pocket? He can. So his bottom left hand pocket is your cup the table. Um, to be fair, if you're trying to imagine this at home, as I'm sure many of you are. But that could put the cat amongst the pigeons. Can he get a port break of three? Oh, he can't. Oh, can he? No. Oh, it's careering towards the bottom door. Seven points to me one. Calculating me one eight. Calculating me two. Eighteen points. Uh, me two. There's a cute, there's a red ball right over that bottom left hand pocket. Sorry, right hand pocket. I'm looking from the other end, and he's got it. He's got it beautifully. But is he on another colour? I don't think he is. I don't think there's anything he can do here. Possibly a snooker. That isn't the way Me Too plays. Generally, but I think he's going for his... He's nominated the brown. And he's, and he's put that cue ball right between the brown, the yellow, and the blue. And you know what? I think he has effectively created what is known in this game as a snooker, as Me One. Tries to get out of it. Oh, beautifully uses three cushions to do it. Just not, just nudges the, the red he was going for beautifully. Can me two pot it? Be a very difficult pot. And he hasn't potted it, but has he? No. Me one here. Smashes that around to no avail. Me two. Yeah, the, I thought that was the case. He thought, I think he thought he could hit the ball there, the other ball, red ball was in the way. Me one. Oh, and that's what I asked the shot of the match so far. Me one pulls back a red almost from beyond the centre left pocket and manages to pull it and just clip it so it goes back in. And he's on the brown. He's got the brown. And he, I think he would be on another red, but I think the brown might go in the way. Oh, might be, might be all right. So me one. It's going to be a foot three ball break. Oh, I don't know how he missed that. That was very weak. Calculating, me one, 13, me two, 19. So it's uh, interesting scores here. Me two takes that nicely and he's come up for the black. There's one red remaining, as you'll know. Oh, how did he miss that? God only knows, and me two, he's still ahead, but his lead is, is much diminished. Calculating, me one, 13, me two, 20, and me one, could just get the corner of that red as he managed to grab a snooker. He has behind the pink, but me too easily gets out of that. Nearly pots that red. And it's lucky that the cue ball's come down to a place that he can't pop it into the... Me one. Oh, they're playing some good play. He has another snooker almost. Me too. Oh, and the cue ball jingles and jangles in the pocket. But does not go down. Me one. Plays a neat ball, it's all fine. Me too. And here comes me one. Now, nothing really has been happening. Oh, another beautiful shot from me one. Again, into the opposite centre pocket. And I think he can get this black as well, it's slightly tricky. But if he gets this, he's back in the lead, I think, or in the lead. He's got it. He's got it, but at what cost? Because the, the cube has gone way at the table, the red, the, the yellow is 
Heighten away, but that's eight valuable points. It does indeed just put me one in the lead by one point. But has he snooked himself? I don't think he has. He hasn't. Oh, he nearly potted that yellow. Very exciting times here at the Ronnie Corbett Arena. Me too. One point behind now. Can't quite believe it. And that's not going to help. He's just left that yellow somehow. Defied physics to go over the bottom right-hand pocket. Oh, defied physics again by me one somehow not getting that in. But he's created an amazing snooker behind the brown. Me too. Oh, me too. Hit the jar. Oh dear, that was awful. Me too. Just well, he's hit the brown. Is all I can say. Me one. Easy yellow. He's missed it. Me too. That yellow's the cue ball's at the wrong side. But he's managed to pot it anyway. That's good. That's very good. And he's more or less on the green. Don't think you'll quite get it, me too. Oh, he's got it. I was, very, I was very wrong. That was beautifully done. I don't think he'll get this brown. But, you know, he, did, he surprised me last time. No, he didn't get it this time. Way off. But five points to me too. He is now calculating, calculating. Me one, 25. Me two, 26. Uh, and me one to play over to commentator two as me one sizes up. How do you feel about this becoming a work of modern art? Commentator 2, I mean, I think it is. What do you think? I do not think it is. I think it's a stupid thing a man doing for no reason. I think to ascribe to it any anything beyond it just being a mental breakdown is ridiculous. He's just trying to be annoying. And um, there's nothing, there's nothing, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything about the competition within oneself or the division between two, the different parts of a human being or ultimately, you know, you're your own, your own worst enemy. None of those things are true. It makes me sick. Are you looking forward to commentating on the match? Well, if I go, I will really, I'm going to be laying into the vagina people for a start. Well, we'll see. Me, so we have to interrupt that me one is at the table. Oh, we had a reasonably easy brown there, and would you know it? Would you not know it, or would you know it? It's gone in off. He should have got that in, and he's gone in off, giving me two a little bit of breathing room. There's 22 points on the table. Though actually, since the, the brown's behind the blue, it's quite hard to get in. He's hit the brown, but uh, and he's left it safe. It's not, not a snooker. Me one. Well, me one does another. I think that's pretty much a snooker. Oh, but me too disagrees. <laughs> and what? And how? Um, it was right behind the black. Me too saw that there was the briefest bit of edge, a blacksmith spot. And me too clipped the brown neatly and it went into the top right hand pocket. Can he do the same with the blue? Well, top left hand pocket he's going for here. Danger of in off, I would say. But it hasn't happened. He's gone in and he hasn't gone in off. He could get the pink in. This could be a break of 22. Oh. He missed it, but that is still a break of nine, and that leaves, there's, there's uh, 14 between them and 13 on the table. Me one needs uh, snooker. He'll be curious about that, he could get this pink in. Put some backspin on the pink. I don't know if he was thinking he could somehow spin the cue ball behind the black, but that has not happened. Oh, me too. Had a clear shot to win it there. We just missed it by some distance. Me one, this could be a snooker opportunity. Oh, has he accidentally potted it? Oh my god, what a disaster for me. One, he potted the pink. He was trying to just nudge it away. Uh, and then he got an easy black and could have at least 
made this just one point different, but me one has to concede. There's no way you can make a mistake on the black. That's not at this level of snooker. So that leaves it. It's a very low scoring game. 31 to 39. Me too. Claws back another thrain. It's 36-35. Back over to you, Richard, in the Ronnie Corbett arena, the bit where you talk to the uh, players after the match. Thank you, um, commentator one and commentator two, who was quite quite vocal there for the first time in a little while. Um, yeah, well, a very, a very um, I mean, it's almost like they knew that they were being judged by an art community and wanted to be sensible. It was a very sensible game, a few uh, errors, uh, but not that many, actually, and a very low score, one of the lowest scores for a, a while. I mean, weirdly... 31-39, I mean, that's almost the actual score. It's 36-35 now. But that's, I, I can't remember the last time we had both players scoring under 40. Um, so, uh, which probably suggests that it wasn't that good, but it, it was quite a good frame. I think you'll agree. I hope you enjoyed it at home. Let's talk to the winner. Me too. How are you feeling? I'm glad, Richard. I mean, the toys didn't improve me too much. The little car did get in the way. I didn't slip on the... I mean, luckily, the spillage of bubble mixture is a little bit away from the table, the snooker board. So that was not an issue. Um, but there, w there were things in the way, uh, as well as just the child as a metaphor for the destruction of my own life that was hanging over the table. Uh, you sounded quite artistic there, me too. I'm not meaning to, Richard. I mean, you know, I'm not saying sport isn't artistic. It's more artistic than art, isn't it? Because it's real and it's happening. And uh, I'm not trying to talk up that we should be in an art exhibition, but no one is, it's random in a way, isn't it? I mean, none of the skill, but we don't, you don't quite know what's going to happen. Not like a painting or someone making their bum sing. Well, that's, um, you know, don't be rude about the, uh, the arts festival we're going to. I think it will be very entertaining. I think people should go and see, not just come for the snooker, obviously most people will come for that because it's normal. Uh, but sorry, I'm a nice myself. Sound a bit dismissive there. Uh, I hope people will come uh, for the for the whole thing uh, and enjoy it. Uh, me one, how are you feeling? Disappointed, Richard. I was hoping to get a three point gap up there. Um, obviously, if we play three frames tonight, uh, and and <laughs> the unlikely event, me two were to win all three, I would actually be behind for the first time. I mean, maybe ever. I, don't, I can't even remember. Uh, so. I can't see that happening. I hope we do play two more frames, because uh, and then I'll be three frames ahead at the end. That is my prediction. And, you know, snooker is art, and this has been a very artistic evening. And, it's you know, it's the improvisational nature. No one can know what's going to happen. A lot of comedians, even if they're improvising, there's certain parameters. But with snooker, there are no parameters. Anything, literally anything can happen. Well, I mean, there are, seem to be parameters. It's on a, a board, and... There's only one of ten things can happen. No, Richard. No, you are wrong. Uh, anyway, I hope you've enjoyed uh, the this frame 76. <laughs> we should have played uh, 76 trombones coming into it. That would have been good, but it's too late. Uh, if you like me, um, by proper comedy, I mean, this isn't comedy, but if you like me doing comedy, then why not come and see me do some comedy? Um, which uh, we will be doing, uh, I thought it would be on the right page on my calendar, but I'm going to have to go back. Uh, it's my wedding anniversary tomorrow, I will not be working on that day. Uh, and then on uh, at the 8th, I'm in Shrewsbury, or Shrewsbury, depending on which river, part of the river you come from. Still about 50 tickets left for that as I speak. Uh, the 9th, I'm in Stafford, there's only two or three tickets left for that. Uh, the 10th, I'm in Newcastle, again, uh, maybe 20 tickets left. The 11th, I'm in Hanley, which I believe is near Stoke. 
uh, and there's hardly anyone's coming to that. So if you know anyone in Hanley, uh, point them in the direction of the Hanley Glee. And on the 12th of April, I'm in Cardiff, which are very exciting at St David's Hall. Uh, it's already sold about 500 tickets, which is more than usual, uh, because I'm doing um, my DVD record. It's a 1,500-seat venue. Um, we're not going to fill it up, but it'd be lovely to fill the downstairs bit of it up. And I think it's going to be a great atmosphere. There was the last time I was in there, and there was less people in there last time. So if you're in South Wales and you like comedy, there'll be no snooker in, in, in this particular um, show, but maybe maybe next year. Uh, and uh, then coming up, Wickham, St Albans, Folkestone, Bristol, which I think is nearly sold out, uh, and uh, Cheddar which I imagine there's lots of tickets there for. I don't know. I haven't found out about that one. So there's still a few more gigs to come, but uh, mainly through April, and then it'll be ma- ma- mainly over after the end of April. But please do come. Thanks again for As It Curse Me. Do look out for that. We're starting Rahalastapa, Rahalastapa again in June. Uh, so if you like the other podcasts, but I mean, they're not as good as this, and we all know it. Well, the ones of us who've stayed. Thanks for listening, and uh, thanks again if you were one of the people who gave to the successful stop saying that you people over there podcast uh, kickstarter I'm really looking forward to it we might even sneak some snooker into it who knows